Yo, what's up? Welcome to Stronger Than You Think, a Ngahere Talks podcast. Stronger Than You Think is a South Auckland story about the come up of creators, innovators and entrepreneurs, building the whanau and the movement known as Tukua. That's how long I've been on ya. Hey guys, how are you? Um, my name's Manawa and I'm here with Mal. Hi Mal. Kia ora, kia ora. Um, also known as Bob and Bob and we are here. Uh, we're pretty excited about this uh, five episode mini series we're calling Stronger Than You Think. So in the series we're going to be talking about uh, one of the initiatives that we have developed at Ngahiri Communities which is called Tukua. Um uh, Tuku is a essentially it's a whānau of entrepreneurs and innovators based in South Auckland, predominantly in South Auckland. Um, and Tuku features as part of what we do at Ngahere Communities as a real important way that we can build uh, resilience and build confidence and build expertise in the creators, innovators, and entrepreneurs in South Auckland, which is one of the main reasons why we exist. So, uh, we've been operating um, out of Te Manukau now for. Coming up to two years, two years in September 2020, um, and as part of that, we've um, been consistently supporting entrepreneurs and innovators and creatives alongside that. Um, and one of the uh, amazing things that we've been able to do is partner on this initiative with multiple partners, and one of the partners are Arkina Foundation. Um, and the Arkina Foundation have been super supportive in all that we do um, and they've asked us to create this series of podcasts to help share the learnings that we have learned and help uh, communicate to people what's yeah. going on in South Auckland, what's going on in the in the kind of movement of innovation and creativity and entrepreneurship. So we hope you enjoy this journey. We're, we're essentially just going to chat with a bunch of people that have been on the journey with us, explain what it's been like, what we've learned, the highs and the lows, um, and have a few lulls along the way. So <laughs> welcome. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. So as you mentioned before, we've had lots of highs and lows along our journey and, and definitely one of those um, Oh, I don't even know if you could call it a low, but definitely one of the, the shocking sort of moments that came along was when COVID-19 hit. We, when COVID hit, we had to really adapt really quickly into, okay, it's happened, now we're shut down, we don't have a space. You have this panic moment mm. and then it's onward and upward. Okay, what are we going to do? How are we going to survive through this, but not just survive through it, but how are we collectively as a group of people going to come out the other side um, and thrive and uh, I think that uh, the whole story of Tukua has kind of led us to this pivotal moment. Yeah so Tukua works like this right we we come across people in many different ways wherever, wherever we come across people but we hear their story and it might be um, I'm, I have a small business I've just started it up this is what I'm doing um, we'll end up having a conversation with them and can see that, man, there's there's a whole bunch of things that this person or this um, organisation could use yeah. some support with. Um, then we just invite them in and say, hey, would you be interested in an opportunity like Tukua where you get to build relationships with people? Um, and if it, if it feels right, a lot of this we do by like like talking to people and feeling yeah. it out. If it's right for them, if they'd be a nice fit with the community that we already have here. And then if that's the case, they jump on board and then we work with them to um, establish some goals. So what is it about spending their time 
um, at Ngahiri Communities, at Te Haumanako, as part of Tukua, what are that, that they really want to achieve. Um, and then we start to work backwards from that. Who, who do we need to connect them to? Who are the kind of experts that they need? And the funny thing is, um, a lot of the stuff aligns a lot. Like, there's some basic things, like a lot of people want accounting support yeah. or financial support. Um, a lot of people want marketing and storytelling support. So a lot of the things end up aligning quite often. Um, and then we just kind of go on this journey alongside each other. They get to come and use the space. But they also start to build relationships between each other um, and start to share the, I guess, the knowledge and stuff that they have. And so one of uh, we started Tukua when we started Ngahiri Communities, essentially. Um, Mal heads up Tukua right now. And then in support of Mal, there's both myself and Andy. And Andy's been a part of the Ngahiri journey um, for quite a while. What's up, Andy? It's, it's hey good Andy. to see you, bro. Tēnā korua. Tēnā korua, Bob and Bob. <laughs> Kia ora, Andy. I'm good, yeah. How's yeah, lockdown still, going uh, for you over there in the central South Auckland? Mount Ross. South Mount, Central. Mount, <laughs> future South, South Central, South West. Um, blessed. Um, and I think what I mean by that is like there's so much stuff that I've been dreaming about for ages um, and it just so happened that all of them like they make sense in lockdown mm. to be able to still do my work um, so that's been yeah that's been pretty cool and so we thought that what we'd do is we'd focus this first episode on some of those key things that have helped us to pivot super quickly um, COVID things like COVID happen consistently when you're trying to be an entrepreneur and an innovator and I mean that not like influenzas or pandemics happen <laughs> but I mean things come along that you couldn't have planned for that you didn't expect were going to be here and that comes in many different forms it can come in the form of like funding being cut or funding coming through you didn't know you had you know new relationships yeah. forming relationships breaking down um, it could be all kinds of things will come in your way when you're trying to do anything and one of the things that we've realized is that being able to be resilient to be able to continue to kind of cut your way through the the panic and the chaos and the crisis um, to find a place that you can still feel comfortable and you can still continue to function and you can still kind of achieve the 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 goals that you set out at the start, and so that was a challenge for us with Tukua, um, yeah. and and we had to walk through that pretty quickly. And the thing that we we continue to value, um, and can you continue to place at the the forefront or the highest priority with Tukua is relationships and the value of connectedness. Um, and so Tukua was built on the premise that being around, like having a community of people, like-minded people that were walking the same kind of journey. Um, you know, had a passion, we're trying to make a difference, we're trying to build something. Um, it's really hard to do that on your own. But we had a space and we had a bunch of cool people around yep. us um, and we wanted to see how we could build that community. And And this is the time, times like COVID-19, where they, where they really start to shine. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that um, what's been really highlighted through our, us navigating this process of COVID and maintaining... Um, that connection is the the related like the resilience comes from the relationships that we had built with each of the uh, partners with each of the participants or I don't even like to call them that with each of the crew um, 
And I think that the depth of relationship and the amount of trust that we had built, um, it was really highlighted when we had to shift to a new sort of forum of how we're going to deliver our support to these uh, entrepreneurs. And I think it really spoke to that um, beautifully because we came through it stronger. And I think that a lot of that resilience came through us being in relationship with one another, having mm-hmm. trust with one another, um, and then believing that, you know, we could still move forward with what we had planned. I reckon what COVID's doing, that I don't want to say exposing, but it's like, it's bringing light to like what's actually true, like forever. Mm. The fact that COVID-19 like is exposing that our resilience isn't in our technologies, it's in the people that we're connected to, you know? So you can like, if a Zoom call cuts out or whatever, then, you know, it doesn't matter because it's the people, you know, in the space. And that was true before COVID, mm. but I feel like COVID-19 just like made it like a natural thing. And then off the back of that, it's like how much value we can deliver, you know, to people. And then the only way we know how to offer like proper value that, you know, generally leaves people better off than when we found them is through knowing them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't know if you guys found this, but for me, like I found the strength of those relationships has meant that projects have continued. Mm, it's meant yeah. that, you know, projects that were in the pipeline, you know, and were able to still continue and, and we were able to pivot. Um, you know, and I think Tukua is like one of them, like where we've been able to, um, I've enjoyed jumping on calls um, with, with the guys that I've been looking after. And, you know, the the feedback is, man, it's just, it's just so nice that you guys are calling us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that's what it's come down to. Yeah. And then once all of that stuff's been, you know, sorted out, how you're going, how's family, um, you know, then, then it's like there's that one challenge they have, you know, and being having that relationship, you know, sharing, sharing the stress um, and being everyone being able to emphasize with that at the moment. Um, yeah, you then, you still then get to do the work. And when I see the businesses, I, I sense that too. It's super stressful, but we've also got each other. Mm, yeah. Um and that's for me, like, and especially now with lockdown and even before lockdown, you know, it's hard to find people who are on on your buzz. And so to have, for me, have these chats, you know, like, um, yeah, with the Tukua participants, it's just like, despite being closed in, you still have that, that chance to share and, and still be connected. I was just going to jump in, Andy, and ask you, because you said something that I found super interesting um, about how COVID has made... Um, relating like a natural thing now and like um, what's made it such a natural I, thing because it's it's cool you're right i totally agree yeah um i think for me that's like sort of links to the the authenticity piece yeah um which is the relatedness and the connectedness for me it's become easier the more i've accepted how weird i am um and that the people who vibe off that is the right people to vibe off it yeah, I might use funny words sometimes or I might ramble on, um, but the right people vibe with that and that's what's cool, you know? So that's cool, right? I think holding on to that, yeah. And that, I mean, I think that speaks heaps too to that authenticity, eh? And being authentically yourself. So with Tukua, relationships are number one for us. It's a number one priority. Building a community or a whanau of people around you that you can trust, that you can engage with, that you know have got your back. 
as a hundred percent what we're trying to do. And uh, one of the other awesome partners that we have on the pro on Tukua is Akina Foundation. Um, and our main partnership happens with Anne Purcell, who's based out here with us. Um, she comes out about a day a week. Hey, Anne. Hi, Manuel. <laughs> I'm Mel. How are you? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. Welcome to our bubble. Thank you. It is good to be bubbling. Uh, but it's choice to have you here today. So my first question to you, Anne. What have you seen, if you took Ngahere communities and what we're, what you've seen of what we're doing, um, what role do you think resilience plays in the season right now? Um, and what is it, can you pinpoint what it is about organisations like us that makes us so resilient? Well, I think that it's, at the core, it's about the way of working. So from day one, you know, at Nahiri, there's a board that's about the Nahiri Fano mm. and who's involved. And, um, and I guess Tukua really nestles mm. inside that. So, you know, why resilient? Well, you've set up for resilience. You know, you've set up where relationships are strong and connections at the centre of what you do. Mm. So therefore, when something happens that... Um, people are not able to trade or they're in that place of having to really think about is there, how does their business survive or thrive through this um, time is that you would just set up a, in a way of working that you could slide and, and connect in a different way mm. and you'd also been doing that all the way through yeah. like, so shifting, changing, you know, oh if this doesn't work let's change it up and try to connect in a different way, mm. both with the participants or the people involved in Toko, yeah, but also with the organisations that are sitting around the table with the Toko fan. Whana. Yeah, definitely. I really liked how you said that about how you set it up right from the start, and how as soon as you walk in, there's a Fano board, and then there's all these people. Mm. Some of the conversations we've had so far, even stuff with Andy reflecting on the journey, talking to Ray. Like Ray gave an amazing account of his his journey with us. Mm. Hey Ray, how are you? Kia ora Ray. Hey, kia ora. Hey everyone. Uh, hey Manoa. <laughs> hey uh, Mel. Yeah, yeah, nah, all good eh? Yeah, same old. Just, uh, yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Thanks. <laughs> Man, thanks for joining us today, bro. How's um, lockdown oh, going for you? Yeah, no, nah, lockdown's been good. I've been enjoying it actually, hey. Being able to work from home, like real flexible. AKA gaming all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, AKA gaming during breaks. Yeah, yeah, gaming at night, in the morning. <laughs> is your business doing all right? Your business is doing all right for yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. too bad. Like, uh, we're pretty much a standstill, but, you know, just waiting patiently to, for this to blow over. It's more important, I guess, eh? Yeah, 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 yeah so good. choice. Okay, bro, so... um. Yeah, a couple of things we want to chat about. So if you think of, of you as an entrepreneur or, you know, yeah. someone who you have, you have an idea and you wanted to grow it or you wanted to see your idea become reality, how has being like a part of the crew here or part of Tukua helped you realise that dream? Man, like it's I've just using the, this like, being in the group of Tukua, just being with Ngāhere communities, man, like, it's definitely fast-tracked um, our progress, eh, by, you know, from, I've had, like, you know, five-year plans, ten-year plans, to just being in, like, within a year, you know? Yeah, and that's yeah. how fast 
being with the group has helped. Mm. Like I had a plan for like, you know, to have our own little space, like our own little room with, with gaming set up for in like three years time. But then just being with you guys, being with my communities and uh, Tukua, like that gave us the opportunity within months, you know, to have like a little space. Yeah. So just, just that being like a small example, like that's a huge example actually. But um, just that, is a great example of how Tukua has helped, you know, Game 10 helped me, uh, helped the company personally. You know, it's just, mm. yeah, it's, it's been huge, man. Like, definitely, um, definitely couldn't have gotten this far without being with the team. Yeah. The things that I've seen exactly. heaps with, with you, Ray, is how quickly, because you're, um, you're really, like, teachable and adaptable and you... Like you're happy to listen to people oh, and take on board what they say. <laughs> and then it was really cool to see how quickly you became someone that was adding heaps of value to Tukua. Totally. And that that I almost felt like having Ray there was like having another coach at the table because of your willingness to encourage people and share what you've done yeah. and the hacks that you've managed to do, whether it's around your marketing or your you know, engagement or, or whatever. What was it like for you on, on your side to be able to help people in Tukua as well? Oh, yeah, it was cool, eh? Like, um, like you said, eh? It's just about sharing your experiences and just seeing if, um, and just hoping that your experiences has some sort of value to those, to everyone in the group. Because mm. everybody loves, you know, everyone's sharing their experiences and then you just like, so then you, you're thinking like, man, that's an awesome experience, but you're also thinking how can that, help me and you also want the same for others as well when you share yeah. your experience so that's that's the awesome thing about like being in a group like that because everyone is in the same um in the same um space of mind you know and they all want to progress in their businesses and everyone's sharing and just collaborating hey eh? yeah. that's um, what i found as well that's massive like just collaborating together um helped us fast track as well you know mm. it's just because they've been through you've been through your own journey and i've been on my journey but you know your journey will help my journey as well you know it's like yeah. it's like that and we all we're all helping each other like get better so that yeah. was awesome yeah awesome bro huge that's really cool any yeah. like what about no oh, go go no, I was just thinking. I was just. I was just gonna say, like at first when you guys um, told me about Tukua, I was a little. I was real hesitant, only because like I've never been in a group like that before. Yeah. It's like my first ever time being with a group of like-minded business people. I've always. It's always just been me and you know Tyrone and Chris. Yeah. We sit down together and we talk. But I've never been in a group like that before, so I was a little bit, you know, intimidated, a little bit, you know, like, uh, oh, shucks, I want to go here and, you know, <laughs> just not know what's going on. But then, um, yeah, when we, when we got there, it was cool, man. And then we started having feeds. I was like, whoa, <laughs> yeah, feeds. <laughs> just have feeds like, and play with Lego, right? I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I loved it because the culture aspect was there too, like, um, you know, with our people, um, you know, food is a big part of when we have our meetings and stuff, you know, <laughs> when we do stuff, our gatherings. Yeah. So when the food was there, I was like, man, like this feels like, you know, like a, like a family gathering or, or being in, um, oh, uh, you know, like some sort of family yeah, gathering. So it was, it was awesome. Made you feel home at home, yeah. you know, and, you know, people joke around and stuff. Not like, um, 
ones that I've been to where, because after that, you know, I, I wanted to, to kind of branch out and see what others are doing. But their ones are a little bit quite, um, oh, you know, like, I wouldn't say restrictive, but like Style. everybody's just quiet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like everyone's quiet and stuff, you know, mm. just like not saying a word, not really participating. Like the ones that do participate are serious as, you know, yeah, they're just yeah. like, Ugh. and then the other guys are just like sitting there just listening the whole time. But with this one, man, like you, you actually do activities, um, lean canvas, all that, all that stuff, you know, that you get into. Mm. And yeah, so yeah, it was, it was cool as, yeah. He was really just mirroring back to us without us even forcing it. He mm. just told his story. We were able to see that it's really what we're valuing and what we're seeing as most important of Tukua is what he's yeah. experienced. He's experienced. And that's really interesting because, like, having seen him, you know, here mm. for Nahiri Talks and, you know, to to actually come forward with such kind of strength and, like, mm. he, you know, he was owning that. Yeah. whole thing and Absolutely. so you 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 know you'd say like the, the journey has enabled him mm. to feel um you know basically the expert or you know a, a group of the experts in the room who were able to share and open up a whole bunch of stuff about esports and yeah yeah commerce that yeah and we we talk specifically about that too how um, we managed to create an environment where not only is Ray coming and learning or not only other participants coming and learning, but they actually are teaching as well. And it's happening at the same time simultaneously. Mm. Um, and it's building that kind of, it's building relationships in a really strong way um, where people feel engaged with each other, they feel supportive of each other um, and they feel like they're not doing it alone. Yeah, um, And it is cool like, would you say, I think you were saying, eh, Bob, that the engagement levels at Tukua are even stronger now that we've got COVID? I think, yeah. I feel like there's even more buy-in from, like, I feel like the crew are really appreciating the support that they have in one another. Yeah. So that peer support is really <coughs> at the core. Yeah, 100%. Because I feel like we're all peers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we're peers along with them. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, um, So, but it's it's developed and even I feel like it's given the chance for even deeper roots what would you say that you have learned from us just even in just this say last five weeks oh my goodness um you guys keep going like mm. I mean I knew you would um but you know and I think it's uh, and this isn't a new thing but I see it in a different way is the bringing it to life, breathing life and fun mm. and being so relatable in how you, you share stuff and, and also about being really prepared to share yeah, um, and get stuff out there. So you're not waiting for perfection. You're mm. like, right, let's get stuff out there. Yeah. Not that I'm saying it's imperfect. I'm just... I'm <laughs> <like>. <laughs> no, but we just get going. Yeah. <laughs> just build Do on it. the fly. Yeah. You keen for some online shopping? Me too. You gotta check out Kone, Aotearoa's marketplace for Aotearoa brands. Kinda like Kmart, but Aotearoa products. Yeah. Check it out at www.kone.nz. So Atta um, is one of our earlier Tukua Fano members that's been with us for a while now. Uh, she has started up and runs Pity Power with her partner Des um, and they've been doing that just over a year now. Can you hear my kids? Can you hear them screaming? 
I can hear, yeah, I can hear some... It's a really lovely sound. ...crying in the background, a bit of white noise going on. It makes me feel at home. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Atta. Hi, Atta. Kia ora. How's things going at your place? Loving our bubble. Oh, that's good. Tell us, Atta, what do you, what do you love about Tukua? What do you get out of it? I, I love the... Oh, there's heaps. I feel like there's heaps of brains to pick from. Like it's a m- massive core group of just a wealth of knowledge, um, awesome, awesome people, awesome mentors. Uh, everyone's different. So if you, if I wanted something to do with numbers, I know that I can go to Kathy or um, different ideas. Then I'd go to Andy. Or if I'm like thinking I'm stuck somewhere, then I'll come to you guys. So. I think you guys have a diverse range of just this awesome knowledge that we can pick from and being in Tukua, I feel comfortable doing that. And you guys have like this cool open door policy. So, yeah, I, I is awesome. Awesome girl. And then what do you think, like, because I, what I love about your journey, it's real funny because me and Mel always have to give each other the eyes like, you go. No, you go. You go. <laughs> so there's always these funny little like silences and figuring out who's going to talk next. I don't know why, because in a normal conversation you don't do that, eh? No, not at all. As soon as the microphones come on, you'd be all weird. Um, but I think one of the things, like you said, like it's about being connected to the right people, eh? Or being connected to people that can help you. Um, and when I think about what I know about your journey of pity power, and I, I can just look at, I guess, by... I think even by just forming the relationship that you formed with Mal and then that you formed with the rest of us at Ngahere and then who we knew at Ngahere, like all of a sudden you were then, like we didn't, like I love that we didn't even have to be the middlemen. Totally. But run relationship becomes more relationships, become more relationships and more relationships and then when it comes to times like COVID when, when crisis hits, it's those kinds of relationships that can help pull you through those parts as well relationships or networking with you guys is awesome because so when Pacifica cancelled or even just the lead up to it I um coming in new business and uh, an event like Pacifica you have to register like eight months prior yeah. and um and I was like no I want to do it like I know I'm new and Pacifica's only one month away I want to do it <laughs> And um, so I emailed a lot of people and they're like, no, sorry, no, sorry. Then I come to you guys and I was like, no, can you ask, ask that person or who else do you know? Can we ask? And, um, and sure enough, through time and persistence, we were able to get in. And we had a lot of total course through doing that. Finally get in. And then it got cancelled. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, that was heartbreaking. <laughs> But it was also awesome that the networking, we're able through networking with ATED and that, um, they were able to help us further in terms of uh, marketing. So that's something that I need to follow up with is that they've offered marketing for the Pacifica team. And, um, and so just keeping those networks alive or just knowing somebody that yeah, may be able to help you and reaching out is was awesome. Yeah, because it was Katrina Ray that hustled for you to get into Pacifica. Yeah. yeah. And then she wasn't yeah. quite able to get the fees for you or whatever. But then, and then afterwards, didn't yeah. she then get you in so that they would all buy the cards off you at 18 as well? 
Yeah, for their real class, but yeah, they, yeah. because of COVID, the real class got cancelled, oh. <laughs> and so they weren't even able to go ahead with that. But you know, at least we're, we're, they still know who we are, yeah. and um, and I've got their email addresses, so it's still connecting up to who does who and who does what. So I think that's quite cool. Yeah, awesome. But obviously, we needed to make some changes through COVID nineteen. So how was that? What was that process like for you, Bob? So, I mean, we had a, you know, the beauty of Tikawa is that it isn't, we have a loose program. We don't lock everything in, but we're like, this could fit in here because we're really working off the needs of the entrepreneur. So it has to be fluid and their needs are constantly changing. So that drives what we're going to deliver in our uh, workshops and so we had a, a loose program together sort of till June that all just completely got shut down so we just had to be resourceful around how we were going to continue to provide support to our crew um, and one of the things that we came up with was just to get we called it Tukua Torquets um, yep that's right Torquets Torquets not Toolkits Tool Talk Torquets and it was really just um, asking different people to give sort of a few top tips on um, or their top tips on how to survive the lockdown and it was good it was just a way to engage the crew to keep everyone on the same uh, page and also I think just to provide a little bit of comic relief and it was kind of nice to just see familiar faces um, so that was one thing that we, we adapted to we adjusted the delivery work like what workshops we were going to deliver to be more suitable to the situation that we suddenly found ourselves in and so um, uh, Manawa put together this incredible sort of survive to thrive um concept and delivered that to the crew and it was just I think a really helpful way of rather than acknowledging the seriousness of the situation that we all found ourselves in but not getting stuck there I think that was the key thing and providing still a way forward through this new normal. Yeah so we had to obviously as a business Ngahere Communities um, we operate Te Hao Manukau which is a big we operate to Te Hao Manukau, which is a, a co-working space, has quite a few overheads. Um, and so once we got hit with COVID-19, having to shut it down, the loss of income and the the fact that we still had these overheads to cover was a real challenge for us. Um, and so the very first thing we had to do was figure out how we were going to survive through this initial lockdown. Um, and once we were able to get our heads around that, it was then we were then in a really good position to look at okay how are we going to um, harness the best of this opportunity and come out the other end of this thriving, um, and so that really drove me as like the managing director for the business to figure out what am I going to do here or what are we going to do here as a team and how are we going to get through that and so I I guess I managed to capture the process that I went through to figure out how we were going to find a way forward and then turn that into a resource. Uh, so if you want to have a look at the Survive and Thrive strategy, we've got a PDF that you can find on our Facebook page. Uh, just look up Ngahiri Communities or you can see we did a video version. Shout out to Fia for doing a great job on that. Fia, that is, Fia. And that's over on our YouTube channel as well, Ngahiri Communities. So you can go and check those out. Uh, but that's us for this episode, uh, Relationships, Resilience and Response. Um, valuing relationships, valuing connectedness and knowing that our resilience is in 100%. the quality of our relationships so um that's us for today 
So why don't you look out for, uh, keep an eye out for episode two where we'll be talking a little bit about social procurement, the pains and the pleasures. There's a fine line between pleasure and pain. <laughs> uh, we'll be talking about uh, the early stages of setting up Ngahiri communities and Te Hao Manukau and where Tukua really got started as the um, mechanism that we use to build the community of creators, innovators and entrepreneurs in South Auckland, Aotearoa. Peace out. Peace out. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. We just want to give a quick shout out to the Arkina Foundation and the Impact Initiative for helping make this podcast happen. Check them out at arkina.org.nz or theimpactinitiative.org.nz. Also, you can reach out to us at Ngahiri Communities. You find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, LinkedIn, Spotify, anywhere. Just check us out. Catch you soon. <laughs>